So it is the day after Valentine's Day yet again. Happy day after Valentine's Day. Like I said last year to all my single people who are hitting up the Walmart and the Piggly Wiggly for your 75% off Valentine's Day candies. I love you and I'm relating to you today. Happy day after Valentine's Day. Everybody, I love you so much. Welcome to the Positioned Podcast. It is There's been a name change since the last time that I made a podcast like this. So if you don't know, I'm Leah Grace. I'm single, and it's a great time for reals. Um, I, I only say slang words when I'm nervous. So um, for reals, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yes, it's the day after Valentine's Day, and this time last year, the day after Valentine's Day, on February the 15th, I made a podcast. Um, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but maybe it's like my single season, dealing with my singleness, something like that, and I just kind of talked and related to the single people of the world. Because Valentine's Day can be a very hard thing um, for us single people because it ever so much shines a light on the fact that we're not with anyone. Um, If that is your heart's desire, some people are just like, whatever, happy Valentine's Day, I ain't getting married. And that's okay, but some people have that heart's desire to get married and they're not in that yet. And that's okay. And that's where I'm at. I have the heart's desire to be a wife. I've always said growing up, um, when people would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I would say, I don't care what job I have as long as I'm a wife and a mother. In my whole life, I've said that. And the older I get and the more I progress in this single, in this, uh, in this, in my walk with the Lord, and the longer that I'm in this season of singleness as a Christian, it gets harder and harder and also easier. Um, It's so strange. It's so strange. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but for those of you who um, do not know me, I I have been on a singleness journey since 2019. I have been single, um, it's been 2019, 20, yeah, three years, I've been on almost three years, it will be three years in March, I will have been, uh, single for three years, um, and it's, it's been a ride, um, I have, uh, let, let me give a little bit more of a backstory, so from 16 to 20, So, from 2015 to 2019, I was always in a relationship. So, I, from the time I got my first boyfriend when I was 16 years old to the time I had my last boyfriend at 20, I never not had a boyfriend. Um, That was super bad grammar, but uh, to just briefly sum it up, I would date a guy, we would date for a season, and then we would break up, I would break up with him, um, 
he might have broken up with me, but I'm not going to lie. I was very much a dumper. Um, I was like, oh, I feel like the Lord wants me to be single. And in reality, I was just too scared to tell them that I was tired of them or that I was interested in somebody else. And y'all, I was, I was a mess as a kid, as a kid, as a teenager, I was really dumb, really insecure. And, um, whenever I felt insecure in a relationship, whenever I was struggling, um, with myself and a lot of the times, you know, I just knew better, you know, I was, um, in, in the, I was acting, I was an acting Christian, so, uh, I was involved in church, I was involved in all of these things, but, you know, I was living for the world, um, so I would date all of these, these different guys to fill these voids, and, and I knew better, (laughs) I knew that I didn't need to be dating certain guys who I dated, and so I would be like, oh, the Lord told me to, and in reality, you know, it, it, you know, the Lord never put me in that relationship, you know, and I just would kind of use him as that, that leverage to, uh, in that relationship. But instead of completely ending it, I would just hop to the next guy. So I would be in, you know, multiple relationships, not at one time. I no, I was not, um, in multiple relationships at one time, but I would, you know, date a guy for a little bit. And then I would, jump to the next one after a couple months, you know, and the longest time I was ever single would be like a week in between each relationship. And I know that that sounds really bad, but I found my dependency in men and I found, you know, I used them to try to fill that void that I was missing because I didn't have the Lord fully inside of me. I didn't fully, I didn't fully have, I didn't have him. I didn't have the Lord, you know, I knew the Lord. But I didn't fully let him take over. I didn't fully, you know, hand him over my life. I didn't, I wasn't, I was struggling and insecure. And I was like, Lord, why can't I find a good guy? And he's like, because you haven't even found a good version of Leah Grace. Like, this isn't even the best version of you. Why in the world would I give you a good guy when you, you, you don't even have the best version of you going on right now? Help me show you the best version of you so that then one day I'll reveal to you a good guy. But for right now, I need you to find the best version of Leah Grace. Because who this is, it's not her. But I know who's in her. And I know who I've created you to be. And I know who I've called you to be. So quit trying to find and fill that void in a man and let me come in and have a seat on your heart. But for the longest time, I was told that man was loved by the enemy. Because some of my past struggles involved men. And so I was told, man is love, man is love. You are love, your your image is love. This is love. And I, I believed it and I took hold of that. So you always found me dating a guy. Because I found him. I used him as my crutch, and I used him as a temporary void. You know, he was my band-aid for something that needed a surgeon. And so, back in 2019, fast forward through all the many relationships I was in, in that window of uh, 16 to 20, I started... um, I started dating this guy, and I was doing better for the Lord. I was, you know, 
I was doing better. I was pushing through. You know, I still struggled with some past temptations, some um, past bondages, but I was getting better. I was praying more. I was, you know, involved in church more and meaning it. And I was looking for the right kind of guy, but I was still looking for a guy to fill that void, even though it was like, but maybe this good Christian guy will fill that void. So I started dating this good Christian guy and we both still struggled with some things, but, you know, I was like, but he's a good guy. There's potential there. You know, he feels led to youth ministry. I feel led to probably some kind of ministry, you know, like I'm I'm down for ministry. And then we started dating and the Lord was like, he's not it. And I was like, but God, he's he's a good guy. And the Lord's like, yeah, but he's not your good guy. And I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a try anyways. Thank you for your suggestions. You know, sometimes we use God's answers as suggestions, uh, you know, but God's answers are never suggestions. And he proves to us that when he brings it full circle and is like, you see how this happened, even though you didn't want it to happen? Yeah, it's there. Yeah. And <laughs> so for me, I, um, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I'm going to try. We're going to try and make this work. We're going to try to meet. We're going to, we're going to give it a go. Lord, thank you for your suggestion, but I'm going to give it a try. And, um, we, we dated and I can remember one time we were driving down the road and he was holding my hand and I had my eyes closed and the Lord said, Leah, Grace, your eyes are closed. And I was like, uh-huh. He said, why is that? And I was like, I don't know, Lord, you tell me, because you know all. And this whole conversation between me and the Lord was going on in my head. And he said, it's because you like the feeling you're feeling, but you know who you're with is not the right one to feel it with. And I was like, ugh. And then the Lord began to kind of take me on a journey and like flashbacks of all the men I had ever been with, and my eyes were closed the whole time. And I was like, God, I've closed my eyes with all of them. And he said, because that feeling that you like, it's never been with the right one. He said, but one day, Leah Grace, you are going to feel these feelings. You're going to hold... You're going to hold someone's hand and you're not going to want to take your eyes off of him. And I was like, Lord, all right. I'm still not breaking up with him, but maybe you can make him the person who I don't want to take his eyes off of. Because I still thought this is the only chance I'm going to get at a good guy. I've got one. I need to cling to him. And God's like, no, Leah Grace. I need you to cling to me because you're still trying to fill that void with a man. And I need you to cling to me. And so we dated for a little while longer. And he came and visit me one day. And I remember sitting next to him while we were watching a movie. And the Lord said, Leah Grace, you're... You're lying with someone else's husband. And I was like, what? What? 
he's married? <laughs> no. And that wasn't where my mind went. But my mind instantly knew where what the Lord was saying. What the Lord was saying was Leah Grace. Some woman is praying for him. And you have him. And the Lord knew that that was what it was going to take to get my attention. Because the Lord's told me before, that's not your husband, that's not your husband, that's not your husband. And I've written it off as, they're not my husband yet, but I can I can morph them into the right characteristics to become my husband, right? But the Lord said, Leah Grace, you are lying with someone else's husband. And I was so convicted because I was like, God, I am holding, I'm not holding this man hostage. It's not like I've taken him captive. We were both willingly in the relationship. We had a good time. We had a good run. But the Lord had to reveal it to me as Leah Grace. Some girl is on her face praying for this man. You have got to let him go so that he can find her. And my heart broke because I was like, God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I, that I've been so selfish. I've heard your, I've heard you multiple times about this relationship. I've heard you. And yet I've let my flesh completely take over. And so... I ended the relationship. I said, I, I, you know, he drove home and I, I called, I FaceTimed him that night and I said, hey, I got to tell you what the Lord told me. And I told him every detail and he cried and I cried and I mean, it was hard. But I was like, I don't want this to be something that discourages you and breaks you. I said, I want this to be an encouragement to you that there is a woman praying on her face for you and I want you to know that there's someone for me and there's someone for you and who God has for me is not you and who God has for you is not me and there is the perfect woman for you and she's praying for you right now and the Lord is gonna ordain and cross your paths and I am so sorry that I got you tangled up in my insecurities and I began to, so from that day, I was single. And one year rolls around, and I'm still single. And I've tried, you know, like, after a couple of months, I was like, okay, Lord, I'm getting back on these apps. I'm getting back on them. I'm going to find love, but I'm only going to find it your way. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm only going to find it. I'm going to find a good Christian guy. It'll be great. I'm going to find him on this app. And I am not against online dating. Let me go ahead and say this. I am not against online dating. I believe the Lord can use it. But for me, online dating for the longest time was an idol for me. And I can't go back to it. So online dating may be for you. It is not for me. Because it is a... um. It is something that I am uh, convicted by. It's something that I can't do um, because of past insecurities, past struggles, and, you know, just can't do them. So 
but in this time frame, it's been about six months of singleness, and I'm like, what? I can do this. I can find a good Christian guy. Um, I went on one day. It was not good. It, it was um, scarring almost, and I was like, Lord, I will not get back on another dating app. I won't do it. I won't do it. And um, I had my um, I had my struggles uh, where I was like, oh, Facebook dating, that can't be too bad. And then I was like, nope. And the Lord was like, Leah Grace, shut it down. And I was like, okay. And I was like, what about Upward? That's a Christian dating app. And he's like, no, Leah Grace, it's not for you. I need you to quit. You're not meeting your husband online. And I'm like, okay. I hear you, Lord. I hear you. So for the last uh, two years, um, I have been a social, I've been social media dating sober. <laughs> I've not, you know, been on a dating app. And uh, so three years have passed and I am still single. And uh, this took a very long time to get to this point and get to get where I'm at. But um, I'm just going to tell you where I'm at and how it's been. And, um, where I'm at today on February 15th, 2022, um, in my season of singleness, I have conquered some of my greatest fears. (laughs) I have gotten my license. I have moved out of my home. I've moved out of two homes, actually. I've moved out of my parents' house, and I moved into, uh, I've moved in with a roommate for the first time, and then I moved back into my parents' house, and then I moved out on my own, and all of those um, transitions were completely God-ordained, and I'm so blessed to have them as experiences, and, um, but moving out was a big fear of mine. I mean, it's it's new transition and it's new territory. So it's kind of scary at times. But then I began to, uh, you know, I moved out. I got my license and I started to paint. And I found this newfound love. It's art. And I found my creativity. And I applied for ministry school. And I have... Uh, grown in my job and I have um I've done so much (laughs) let me just say God's done so much because everything that I have done has been because God has allowed it and that's the best way that I can put it because the Lord has orchestrated my hands and my feet in every way, in every picture I paint, in every song that I write, in every poem that I write, in every journal entry that I write, in every, in every job, in every, every step, in every city I've been in, I've let the Lord guide my hands and my feet and my mouth, and have I, you know, I've, I've absolutely, you know, let my flesh get the best of me at times, but I've been freed, delivered, changed, and transformed in these last three years like never before. But it took that separation from relationship 
And I don't mean full relationship because I have built some of my greatest friendships in the last three years. And I have grown so deeply in love with the Lord. And my relationship with the Lord has been so strong. But it took a separation of relational of uh, a relational connection with men to get me to this point. And there have been times in my life where I let man dictate my plans. Most every time that I was with a man, I let him dictate my plans because I was a people pleaser. And I was like, whatever it takes to please you. When in reality, my mindset should have been, Lord, whatever it takes to please you. Not whatever it takes to please this man. And in this walk, I've I've began to ask the Lord, you know, Lord, when, but when, when are you going to show me my husband? When are you going to put him in front of me? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do this? Because my heart is really in this season of like longing and I'm like, I'm growing And I feel like if I had somebody right now, that it would be good. But I'm like, but I don't want it to just be a good thing. I want it to be a God thing. So, Lord, what do you need from me right now? And the Lord's like, just be mine. Don't don't overthink it. Just be mine. And I have... I still pray, I pray for my husband regularly, I pray for him, and I I know and I believe and I trust that the Lord will allow one day for that to happen. Um, I've had people pray over me who don't even know me, I've had people pray over me who do know me, and I've had people just come up to me and say, Leah Grace, your husband's coming, that desire in your heart to be a wife and a mom that's in your heart for a reason that's in your heart for a purpose and one day the Lord's gonna allow it to happen but until that day comes just be his focus on his love focus on his affection focus on his intimacy focus on getting intimate with the Lord and not finding a husband because when you focus on him He will reveal it to you. And one day I was uh, at Legacy of Hope, which is our transition home through the church. And there was uh, one of the students, I was staying with her. And uh, she said, you know, I've started praying for my husband. And I started praying, Lord, let him see me and know before I see him and know. And when she said that, I just like broke down on the couch Oh, it hit me. I started crying, and I was like, boom, that's it. And the Lord was like, Leah Grace, that's how I want you to pray. Because if you see a no, you'll you'll try to control it. You'll try to control the thing because I have an issue when I know something, I want to control something. And, um, I can't, and the Lord is aware of that, and it's a lot like my calling situation right now. I've asked the Lord, you know, what's my calling, what's my calling, where am I supposed to go, what ministry are you calling me to, because I feel led to ministry, but I don't know where I'm at, and the Lord's like, just trust me, and I'm like, that is not the answer that I wanted, and he's like, no, but it's the answer you need. Hmm, that hurts, don't it? 
sometimes the answer we want isn't is sometimes the answer we want is not what we need and sometimes the answer we need is not what we want and so I was like you know what Lord okay have it your way what you want where you want me how you want me God do it because I've tried to control it and I've tried to control things for too long and I'm obviously doing it wrong and I need you to humble me humble me and show me what you want from me not who you want from me not where you want me to be show me what you want from me right now what are those things inside of me that you want out of me, both good and bad? What do you want me to use and what what do you want me to discard of? Lord, I want to know what you want. <laughs> and so in the last month, I would say the Lord has taken me on a journey of looking inward and him pulling things out of me that I didn't realize were there or things that I I knew were there or have been suppressed and both good and bad and he's began to pull those things out and um you know he's just he's had to take me on a season or on a journey of trust and that's not a journey that I think that I'll ever get off of <laughs> that's not a train that I think I'll ever get off of I think I'm on the trust train for a very long time. I'm on the trust train for a long time. I'm on it for a long ride. And the Lord just told me, you know, Leah Grace, just trust me. And in this season of singleness, all that I keep I keep being told is just trust, just trust. And I would say, you know, I know, I know, I know, trust him. I know trust in the Lord with all your heart. I know that. I know the scriptures. But then the Lord revealed to me that that I know, that I know mindset is so stubborn and so religious and I got to give it over because the I know mindset feeds that control because someone who tries to control something thinks they know it all. And that's what the Lord's trying to free me from. It's Leah Grace. I am in control. I'm in control. And what I say goes. And you can try your hardest. You can try your hardest to have it your way. But it's not going to trump my way. Because my way has already happened and it is gonna happen for you because I've already planned it out to go my way. It will never go your way. All your way is gonna do is take you off the path for a little bit and take you through the rocks, take you through trials, take you through tribulations where if you go my way, you're still going to have trials. You're still going to have tribulations. But you're going to be walking so closely to me. And on such a firm foundation. That you will not be moved. So 
in this season of singleness, maybe your journey is not like mine. (laughs) Maybe you're not where I'm at. Maybe this is of encouragement to you. And maybe this podcast is just so I can speak these thoughts in my mind and bring back to the forefront that God is in control of my life. And there is nothing I can do to change God's plans and God's purpose. There is absolutely nothing that Leah Grace can do in her own might, power, will, or authority to change or interrupt God's plans. There's nothing I can do to change his plans. God's plans are the plan. My plan is just a thought. My plan is literally just another speck and God's is the universe. It's that's a bad analogy, but like God's plan is so big and my plan is literally a tiny grain of salt in comparison to his plan. And why do I try so hard to hold on to a teeny tiny grain of salt when God's like, if you will drop that, leave that, because all you're doing is focusing on something so tiny, and let me hand you piece by piece the plan I have for you, you'll eventually, you'll get it. You may not get it till your last dying breath. I will not get it till my last dying breath. I won't understand it. We never will. We will not understand it until our last dying breath. But piece by piece, there's a beautiful story being unfolded for all of us. And for me, this season of singleness has been nothing but unfolding, uprooting, pulling out, pouring in, challenges, accomplishments, beautifully written things, hard truths. It's been, it's been so crazy. It's been so wild. It's been a season of up and downs, but because of the foundation that I stand on, because of how near God is, because I serve a God who not only sees me, but a God who walks with me and sticks closer than a brother. When those trials, when those tribulations, when those lies, when those taunts, when those things come up, I can say, hey, God, I need you. I need to feel you a little closer today. I need a hug, you know. Sometimes we just need a hug from the Lord. And, you know, somebody is laughing at that statement, but... I don't know if you've ever been broken and hurting and just needed a hug. But one day, this is an, a, a small story time. I was walking around in Walmart and I've never struggled with like public anxiety. You know, like being out in public and like having a panic attack. I've never battled with that because I'm such a people person 
you know, like, I can talk to anybody. I, I don't mind at large crowds, you know, like, but this day was different. I was literally at Walmart, and I felt myself getting so stirred up to the point where I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. I was super anxious. I don't remember what happened that day that just kind of, you know, triggered so much anxiety, but I know that, like, that that evening I was heading home, but I needed to stop at Walmart, and I was super anxious, and I heard the Lord, um, or I was just wrestling and talking to the Lord, and I said, God, if you will just send me someone to hug me here in this Walmart, I know that I'll be okay, but I need somebody to hug me. I need to feel touch. I need to feel someone's embrace as like a representation of you. I need to feel it. And I started walking down the aisles and I saw somebody who I knew. Someone who I had not seen in a while. And I hugged her. And I I didn't want to let go. But I knew I needed to. It was just like a quick hug. And I asked her about her kids. And But when I walked off, I started crying. And I said, thank you, Lord, for that hug. And I texted her. And I said, you'll never know what that hug meant to me. Because I needed that hug. And, you know... Sometimes we just need to feel the nearness of the Father. Sometimes we just need to feel his nearness. And a lot of the times when we're single, we're like, I just wish I had someone with me. I just wish I had someone with me. I just wish I had somebody in this room. I just wish I had somebody to sit with me, to watch this movie with me. And um, we battle with that loneliness. But when we come to that realization that we are not alone, And we have a father who sticks closer than a brother and wants to be with us, wants to dine with us, wants to sit with us, wants to hear us. And, you know, the Lord values community and he gives us friends and he gives us relationships with others. Don't take those relationships for granted. When God places a friend in your life, utilize that friend. When God places a spiritual mother or a spiritual father in your life or a an actual mother or an actual father in your life, don't take them for granted. And um, again, your situation and your season may be totally different than mine. And again, this may have just been for me and I've been talking for 35 minutes, but I can talk all day long on singleness, you know. And my situation and where I'm going. But as I sent, as I spent another year single, as I approach three years of singleness, I'm reminded of the Lord's faithfulness and goodness in this season. Um, you know, I look back on these three years of singleness and I don't say, gosh, I hate that I was single. I hate that it's been this long. I can't. I'm just, I'm ready. Like, what the heck? Oh, my gosh. No, I don't look back at it and and say that. That's not my heart. When I look back at these three years, I give God the absolute most glory that I've ever given him in my whole entire life. Because where I'm at today would not have been possible without the Lord speaking to me three years ago and saying, daughter, it's time to hand it over. 
I wouldn't be where I'm at today without the voice of the Father telling me to hand it all over. Every bit of it. He wants every bit of you. Every bit, every piece, every addiction, every struggle, every stronghold. He wants it all. And it was when I came to that full surrender and said, God, you know what? You can have it all. You can have my heart. You can have my brokenness. You can have my weariness. It wasn't until then that I was able to truly appreciate the path that he was heading, he was putting me on, and truly appreciate what all I've walked through. And so now when I look back over these last three years, I'm not filled with anger or hatred or sadness because I'm single. I'm filled with joy because of all the good and wonderful things that the Lord has done. And I cannot wait to see what all he does. And I can't wait to see who I end up with. I'll be honest. And I'm going to put it out there. You know, I'm, I can't wait because I know that it's a heart's desire that the Lord's placed in me. And I know that when that day comes, it's going to be a no-brainer <laughs> for me. And... It's going to be a no-brainer for him because I've started having to change my prayers. The Lord let him know before I do <laughs> because I'll try to control it if I know before he does and I'll run him off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's been a whole, it's been a whole journey. It's been a whole journey and um, uh, I'm so bad at my wording. I'm still working on, you know, like my best ways to word and, uh. My best way is to put my emotions into words, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe hopefully this is going to be of some encouragement to somebody, but I'm just, I'm grateful for these last three years and I'm grateful for this next year. Um, maybe I'll end this year single. Maybe I'll end it dating somebody. Um, maybe I'll end it engaged, but that is the, that is a big move of the Lord if I end this year engaged. Who knows? Who knows how I'll end this year. But all I know is I'm going to end it with him. I'm going to start this year with him and I'm going to end it with him. And um, I'm grateful for the Lord. I'm grateful for the journey he's placed me on. And I'm grateful for each of you who have listened to these 40 minutes of me talking and crying and just pouring out everything that I'm feeling right now. Um, so yeah, I love you all so very much. And if you are single and you are struggling, again, I hope that this was of some encouragement, but if you just need somebody to talk to, message me because I can relate to where you're at right now. Um, and I can tell you, you know, what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me. And, uh, but ultimately the best advice I can give you is just to seek him because my words mean nothing. Um, you know, and his words are everything, you know, he can use me to speak to you. He can use me to touch your heart. Absolutely. But to seek him and to hear his voice without a doubt in your mind that you heard the voice of the Lord, that's, that's so special. So, um, but if you, if you just need somebody to talk to, somebody to vent to, somebody to have coffee with. Maybe you're tired of going to the coffee shop alone. Maybe you're you're dealing kind of with that loneliness, that kind of like, I just wish I had somebody. And no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, Zac Efron or, or uh, 
or some, you know, but I can, I can be a listening ear and I can be, you know, someone who can relate and someone who can make you laugh and share the things that I've done wrong <laughs> and, um, what nots to do because Leader Grace has a lot of what nots to do. Um, <laughs> and, um, but I want to just leave you with the encouragement to just trust him and be him and be his. Because, and that's coming from somebody who's single and in it with you. You know, we hear trust him, trust his plans, his plans, his timing from all these married people. And it's like, yeah, you're married. So, yeah. Yeah, it's easier for you to say, you know, trust his timing when you've got a ring on your finger and you've got a, you got somebody with you. But, um, I mean, you know, these words are coming from someone in your shoes. So, um, and if you're married, congratulations. If you are engaged, congratulations. And if you're dating somebody, congratulations and pray for them. Absolutely pray for them. And if you're single, pray for your, pray for your husband, pray for your wife. If you are a single Christian, I encourage you set aside that time, pray for them, pray about them, pray that the Lord would reveal to you the characteristics that would compliment you and work best with your walk with him and pray that the Lord would give you a vision for your future. You know, maybe you're, you're somebody who's like, I don't know what I'm going to do in the future. Focus on that before you're praying for your spouse, because if your plans and his plans and your paths aren't lining up and you're called to Guam and he's like, no, man, I just, I'm, I feel led to sell real estate in, in Birmingham. Like, you know, your paths are not, are not the same, you know? And so, um, maybe, maybe you, maybe you're struggling with, with that, with that. And, um, for, to that, I pray that you would, um, that the Lord would reveal to you your plan, your, his vision for your life and, the purpose he has for you and the desires in your heart to pull that out of you um, into uh, just a dream and a and a desire and what you want for your future and then all of the rest will fall into place. So, oh man, I love you guys. I have talked for 42 minutes. Oh my absolute goodness. That is, inc- that is I think, the longest I've ever talked on here. Um, and I didn't like... I didn't, like, take a breath or nothing. I didn't take a water break. Nothing. It does not feel like I've talked for 42 minutes. And I'm hoping it doesn't feel like you've listened for 42 minutes. But you have. So, thank you for listening. Um, Again, I hope this was of some encouragement to you. I know it was of encouragement to me. And it reminded me of a lot of things. And it brought a lot of things back to my heart that I need to put back into practice. And, um some things that I need to just give God glory and gratitude for yet again uh, because he is good he is faithful he is mighty and he when he starts when he starts something he's gonna he's gonna keep working with it so um I'm grateful for you guys I'm grateful for these 43 minutes now and uh, I pray that you have a wonderful day whatever time of the day that you're listening to this but I hope that your day is filled with joy and you have a incredible rest of your evening you have an incredible morning or you have an incredible afternoon i love you all very much and i will talk to you very soon